Hello everyone and welcome to The Banker Next Door. I am your host, Dr. Joe Berquist. Today I'm doing my podcast on something that I was was super, super excited about this episode. So this is the best business-related movies podcast episode and I have so many great movies here that I wanted to share with everybody and I really hope that people will kind of love this. I love movies. I have a huge passion for movies. Um, but I particularly like businesses or I particularly like movies that have a business related, you know, theme or story or, or kind of bent to them. So I'm going to start out here today and I'm just going to bring something up here for everybody to see. Okay, here we go. All right. So list of best business related movies. So I broke this up into a couple sections, a couple categories. So number one was kind of your classic Wall Street slash trading movies. So obviously the number one, uh, I think the I think the all time classic, the all time great always has to be uh, has to be Wall Street by Oliver Stone starring Michael Douglas and Charlie Sheen. It is kind of the quintessential Wall Street movie. Um, still holds up incredibly well even though this even though this movie i believe this movie was made in 1987 so you know it's 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 come it's coming up on it's coming up actually on 40 years another well another four years so it gets about, about 36 years old at this point but this was kind of the movie in in modern times this was kind of the movie that really set the the staple uh i think if you you know if you wanted to go farther back you know, you could probably get, you know, go as far back as like It's a Wonderful Life, where you had Jimmy Stewart playing a, a banker in in the small town. Um, in like again, more modern area, more modern times. I mean, Wall Street was really the quintessential movie that kind of set the template of which all you know, kind of business or Wall Street trading type movies followed thereafter. And I think there were, and there was a couple of key movies. They kind of followed in the some of the themes of Wall Street, and that was, you know, obviously the the sequel that came out that came out, uh, I believe, in around 2013. Uh, you know, the Wall Street Two or or Wall Street Money Never Sleeps. Now, this movie was really focused. It still had Michael Douglas playing Gordon Gecko from the original movie, but this movie was really more based around the kind of the aftermath of the financial crisis. Um, you know, coming after 07, 08, 09. And uh, it, I definitely probably not as good as the as the first one, but it was a little but it was basically like the first one, only a little bit more modernized, um, but still some good, you know, still a good movie because some good some some very good key scenes in there. I loved it. He had a painting on the wall of um, uh, what was the painting he had on the wall? He had uh, uh, Tulipomania, uh, which was which was basically one of the first the, the tulip tulip bulb mania that, that took over um and over in europe and and basically caused a a mana a mania um a boom market that, that basically went straight up and then crashed straight down he had this kind of this great painting of it on his on uh you know gordon gecko the character kind of had this great painting in his in his apartment of it that was uh that was pretty cool but anyway so what are some of the other um obviously all-time classic trading places um Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy, absolutely outstanding performances in this movie from both of them. Dan Aykroyd gives an absolutely classic speech 
to Eddie Murphy at the end before they're about to go into the the, the trading, um, you know, about to go into the trading pit at the end, and they're going to try to corner the market to outdo the, the Duke brothers. <laughs> it's just very funny, very humorous. A lot of humor in this movie. Um, a lot of great stuff in there. There is a, a line at the end that I can't really repeat in here, but basically it's like, you know, Mortimer, your brother. And it's like, you know, forget him, get back in there and sell, sell. Which is incredible. So again, all-time classic movie. Absolutely love it. Um, kind of coming later in the 90s, uh, another movie that has become, I think, kind of a little bit of a cult classic right now is called Boiler Room, uh, which stars a very young Vin Diesel. Uh, Giovanni uh, Rambisi is is the main character in the movie. And this movie was really great. And and what this movie did was it, it highlighted it highlighted uh, the concept of a of a chop shop on Wall Street, basically a, a fraudulent trading firm that you know might have been pushing penny stocks or or you know you know some type of junk bonds or or things of that nature. But it, it captured that essence, kind of the 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 scummier, if you will, trading side of of Wall Street and how these these kind of piranhas pariahs rather, uh, you know, they they'll set up shop trade for a little while, you know, kind of milk a bunch of people out of their money and then and then they'll close up and then move on, move down the street to the the next place. So it's a it's a great movie in that sense. It has an it has an absolutely unforgettable scene with with Ben Affleck where he comes in and and he kind of mirrors the scene of what kind of what Alec Baldwin does in Glengarry Glen Ross. And I'll, I'll get to that in a minute, but it's, if you haven't seen the movie, I don't want to spoil it for you, but uh, Ben Affleck just has kind of a cameo in this movie. Uh, but he still, he basically steals it with the one scene. It's it only this, the scene itself is probably only five minutes or six minutes, but it's a, he, it's kind of a, he gives the, the sales team a pep talk where he's, you know, he starts out with act as if, um, and so, so it's a good, yeah, great classic scene in that they have a lot of, uh, classic, uh, what I would call your your kind of classic sales lines. If you've ever worked in a, in a company with with uh, with a with a with a uh, very like an, you know an aggressive sales culture, you know they say things like ABC always be closing. Uh, it was a great catch line that's been been around for a long long time. But uh, highly recommend Boiler Room if you haven't seen it. Another great movie that came out a few years ago, and I think this movie is actually very underrated. Uh, you don't hear many people talking about it. This movie is called Margin Call. has, again, an absolutely excellent cast in it. Kevin Spacey, Paul Bettany, Jeremy Irons, Zachary Quinto, um, Simon Baker, a couple uh, smaller roles by Demi Moore, Stanley Tucci. But uh, Margin Call, again, takes place kind of right at the, the cusp of, you know, the financial crisis, 07, 08, 09, and kind of, uh, you know, exemplifies if you if you want to think of like a like a Goldman Sachs or a J.P. Morgan or maybe even Lehman Brothers or Bear Stearns before they failed and, and basically saying like, OK, they have some analysts that kind of recognize what's going on. And now what are they going to do? And the, the CEO and some of the other executives basically decide that what they're going to do is they're going to have, they're going to, they're going to have the whole trading floor come in the next day and they're going to have this massive sell off. And all of the traders have this, this big ethical dilemma that they're, they're trying to figure out like, like, okay, do you know, if, if we do this, basically our, our careers are going to be ruined and they kind of, you know, and they go back to management with this. And, and, and this is, and this is why I think the, the movie's so good because it really gets at that ethical 
and moral dilemma about, you know, what do you do in these situations where, you know, if you're if you're in a very uh, high pressure, high stakes type situation and your company comes to you and asks you to do something very unethical and, and just you know, something that could potentially jeopardize your career down the road, you know, what do you, what do you do in that situation? So I, I, I think it's a, a great movie from that perspective. A couple other movies, the big short, uh, big short, absolutely one of my favorites. Um, I think the magic of this movie is that it takes a, a very complex subject. Again, financial crisis of 07, 08, 09. It takes that subject and it boils it down to uh, to a degree that pretty much anyone can understand what's going on. It follows a number of different people through the movie. So you have a, a number of different stories going on and they all kind of intersect at a certain point. And then it it does a, it does. A, I think it does a very nice job of kind of wrapping things up in the end, too. And you kind of you kind of see you get a very good flavor for how just kind of amazingly, um, you know, at that period of time in 07, 06, how it was just, it was regulated, but unregulated. And what I mean by that is like, you know, you had like the, the rating agencies like Moody's and S&P that were putting ratings out on, on you know, bonds and mortgage-backed securities and, and commercial mortgage-backed securities and things like that. And, and they were rating these things, but they weren't, you know, they, they in other words, they were getting paid by the, the companies to rate, to rate them. And they didn't, you know, they didn't really ask questions. They weren't really concerned about like, well, what, you know, like what's really going on here. And, you know, it was, it was, it was a crazy moment in time. I could do, you know, probably five episodes just talking about that, you know, particular thing, but, but the, but anyway, the, but the big short is a great, great, excellent movie. Um, then of course, everyone's, everyone's seen, you know, probably the last few years, the Wolf of Wall Street with Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I like this movie, but this, this movie is to, um, such it's, it's to such an extreme where, you know, just the, the, you know, the language, the, the, the sexual situations, like all the things that, that kind of go on in this movie. And it's, and it's so over the top and it's kind of the point of it. Um, I also have an issue with, you know, Jordan Belford, the guy that the movie is, is, um, you know, is based on, I mean, the guy was just, I think, you know, just not a good, not a good human being. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously that, that shows in the, in the movie, but then, you know, you can look it up, you can Google it. There's, there's a lot more to the story after the movie was made and things that, you know, he did afterwards, he kind of bolted off to Australia, but, uh, but I'll leave it to you to kind of Google that and check it out. So. Uh, let's see here. So next thing up is basically Wall Street investing related movies. So th there was a, a great book called The Bonfire of the Vanities from the 1980s written by Tom Wolfe. And, and that was the book that kind of brought forward the notion of the masters of the universe. So uh, but the movie itself was not good. I think they they tried to turn it into like this, uh, like a, a, definitely a comedy, but almost like a almost like a dark comedy. And it had a great cast. I mean, it was like Tom Hanks and Bruce Willis and, and a bunch of other people, but it just did not, I don't know. I, I didn't care for the movie that much. I just did. I didn't, th I think they totally missed the mark and just did not, you know, do a great thing. You also have the, uh, the pursuit of happiness with Will Smith. Uh, great, great movie. If you've never seen it, uh, basically tells the story of the, of the first uh, African-American male who kind of, who, who starts to ended up well, at the end, started his own, own investing brokerage. 
and did an incredible job with it, had an amazing career on Wall Street, but but really started out at the at the very bottom. I mean, this the, the man was was penniless. And if you if you just if you just saw my episode that I just did my first book review on the richest man in Babylon, and, and we talked about one of the lessons in there was if you have a will, you will find a way. And I think that that's what the the uh, the epitome of this movie. If you have a will, and there's no pun intended with Will Smith, <laughs> but if you have a will, you will you will find a way. And I, I just I love the the message of this movie is fantastic. Um, it just so happens that the career he picks um, moves him through you know, moves him through the investment world, you know, goes to work for a brokerage house and, and, you know, starts managing people's money and things like that. And he's, he turns out to be very good at, it. but there's a, there's a great, great scene in the movie where, so Will Smith gets arrested. He spends the night in jail. He, he is late for his job interview and he runs right from jail, right to the, the job interview. And he comes in and the hiring manager, uh, he, and Will Smith comes in, he doesn't have a shirt on. He just has like jeans on. He's got paint all over. <laughs> and, the uh, the 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 boss, the hire, the guy who's hiring him basically says to him, like, hey, uh, what would you say if I hired a guy who didn't have a shirt? And Will Smith kind of thinks about it for a minute. and He goes, he, he must have had a great pair of pants. And it's just it's just it's a, it's a fantastic line and just a great movie. Um, another movie I would point out is American Psycho. Now, I know a lot of you are probably sitting there going, wait a minute, like American Psycho, that's the movie where Christian Bale plays a murderer, he plays a nut job. He does, but he also plays a traitor on Wall Street. And it, it's kind of like a 1980s, again, kind of like a bonfire of the vanities type uh, Masters of the Universe uh, vibe going on there. But there's a uh, there's a classic scene in the movie that I absolutely love where they're they're trading business cards around the table at lunch. And Christian Bale gets this uh, his competitor's business card and he starts like losing his mind because he's feeling the business card and he's like the texture of the card and the raised lettering and and the fonts and the type and it's just and I, I just I love that scene. It's just such a it's such a funny scene. And I think anybody who's you know, been in corporate America and been out in the business world for a long time and, you know, has, has done a lot of networking and got a lot of business cards from people will find a, a little bit of humor in that in that scene. So um, let's see here. Other business related movies. So uh, some great ones in here. You got Barbarians at the Gate. Uh, if you've never seen this one, it's the story of RJR Nabisco. Um, great story there. A lot, you know, a lot of humor in there, whole leverage buyout story. I think people will really love that. Catch me if you can. Uh, another kind of classic movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks. Uh, basically, it's, it, that's a great, great story. Um, what is the, I'm trying to think the Frank, Frank, uh, Ab, I, I always butcher this guy's name. Ab, Abgenail, Abgenail. Abnail, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this gentleman, Frank, ended up actually going to work for the FBI. If you if you Google him, you can uh, find all kinds of amazing videos on him where he talks about him. He's, he's one of the foremost fraud experts out there in the world today. Uh, you know, just it just amazing. I mean, this guy basically ran around counterfeiting checks. And so it's a very entertaining movie. You know, Tom Hanks plays the FBI agent that kind of chases him all over the country and everything. So really, uh, really great movie, really interesting stuff there. Um, what else we got here? So All the Money in the World, uh, very interesting, based on, a, based on a true story. This was a movie that came out more recently. This was starred uh, Michelle Williams, Christopher Plummer. I think that was Christopher Plummer's final role. I think he, he died shortly thereafter. 
and uh, Mark uh, Wahlberg. But this is this uh, story is about J. Paul Getty. And for a lot of people, it's, it's easy to kind of forget now. But back in the 70s, J. Paul Getty was literally the richest man in the world. He was an oil tycoon. Um, he would be considered, you know, the, the Elon Musk, the Mark uh, Zuckerberg of his of his day. Um, just amazingly wealthy. And basically it was his grandson who was was kidnapped and then ransomed. Um, if you've never, um, uh, what is J Paul Getty wrote a book called, uh, how to be rich. It's definitely a book that I'm going to do a, a book review on at, uh, at some point here, but it's a, it's kind of a, cl it's a classic business book just saying how, you know, it's, it, you know, it's one thing, basically the theme is it's one thing to be rich or, or get rich. It's another thing to kind of stay rich. So, um, again, just another interesting movie from a business perspective. Some other great movies I want to mention. So we got The Founder with Michael Keaton. If anybody is has not seen that movie, and that's the, the story of McDonald, basically Ray Kroc and the and the and the founding of McDonald's. Michael Keaton is absolutely fantastic in that movie. You know, highly recommend that one. A movie that uh, some people probably have not heard of is called Gold. Uh, it stars uh, Matthew McConaughey and Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, Edgar Ramirez. Um, great movie about the gold mining industry. So if you, if you, if you don't really know much about gold mining, uh, very, very entertaining story here. A lot of twists and turns at this one. It has an, I think it has a, it has a great ending. It has kind of a twist upon a twist at the end. Uh, but again, great movie. If you, if you don't, you know, again, know a whole lot about the gold industry, you want to find something out there. Um, the social network. Uh, obviously, the story of Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook there. Again, good movie. Very entertaining there. Check that one out. Um, uh, a story, uh, a movie called Driven with uh, Jason Sudeikis, uh, Lee Pace, Judy Greer, and uh, Corey Stoll. Uh, all about DeLorean. Uh, very, a very good, very entertaining movie. Uh, if you don't really, if you've never heard of, of the story of John DeLorean, uh, how he founded the DeLorean car company, and basically how it all went insanely wrong and he got caught up in doing a drug deal to try to make money to save the company at the end so it's like it's a you know great very very cool very entertaining movie uh steve jobs um basically starring michael fassbender kate winslet seth rogan jeff daniels uh great great movie uh i really love this movie again probably a movie that a lot of people have not watched or seen it basically presents the story of three jobs through three product launches that he does over the course of his career. And, you know, and it, it really does an amazing job at looking at the corporate dynamics. And, and I think the, the, the middle scene where, you know, him and the CEO, um, you know, are going at it back and forth and you've got the board of directors in there and how that dynamic plays out amongst the board and the CEO. And, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a great lesson for, you know, for anybody who is either, you know, in the business world or gotten in the business world or, you know, you know, just understanding those, those corporate dynamics, board dynamics, um, you know, obviously critical skills to have, but just, uh, just very, uh, just again, great, very well done movie. Um, a movie called The Hummingbird Project, which uh, with Jesse starring Jesse Eisenberg and Alexander Skarsgård and Selma Hayek has got a small movie. In it. So this was very interesting. The Hummingbird Project was, uh, you know, kind of a low budget independent film. Uh, if any of you ever read or saw the book uh, Flash Boys, 
Um, and what else am I thinking? I mean, there was another pool called, there was another book by um, Scott Patterson called Dark Pools. Flash Boys was by uh, Michael Lewis. So those those books really talked about the plumbing of the market. They really talked about how uh, Wall Street, you know, works, you know, in in the kind of modern age with, um, you know, high frequency trading. Uh, they really get into uh, Flash Boys is a really, really fascinating story. And it basically talks about how they, you know, a, a high speed pipeline was ran from New Jersey across Pennsylvania and over to the, you know, basically Chicago Board of Trade. And then and so and that's kind of what this movie follows. It kind of loosely follows that story. Um, I don't think it was necessarily a great movie at the end of the day, but it is kind of interesting. And like I said, it kind of follows the stories of of those books in a, in a loose kind of way. Um and then to to wrap this one up, Pretty Woman, um, obviously all time classic. Love, uh, I lo absolutely love Richard Gere's character in this movie. Um, I think in a lot of ways, when I was a kid, I kind of idolized Richard Gere's character in this, and just in terms of the the way he handled himself throughout the movie, he was always you know always a always a gentleman, always proper, um, always had you know impeccable manners. But but more than that, just. Uh, you know, a somewhat stoic character, just always controlled his emotions, um, never, never, you know, never got, you know, angry, never like, you know, lost control, was always just kind of cool, calm and collected. The the ultimate example of kind of like Joe Cool for the business world. Um, and he always looked great. He always looked a million bucks, always had the best suits on and always everything. And, and that uh, was just uh, something that, we, you know, like when I was a kid, I saw that and just was like, man, like that was... Uh, you know, it's like, yeah, that's that's how I, that's that's how, you know, I want to be when I grow up. And it was. Uh, yeah. So it was always uh, always a great movie, entertaining from that that perspective. Um, and then let's see here. And then what else do we got? We got. Oh, and then finally sales. So I come back to the uh, the legendary uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. So this movie, I think, is the I regard this as like the ultimate sales movie. Um, if you've ever been in a sales role or if you're ever you know interested in getting into a sales role, this movie does such a great job of exemplifying what it's like to have a toxic sales culture at a company. Um, what happens when the bosses push the sales guys too hard to make their goals, you know, and, and make their sales at the end of the day? And, um, and for anybody who thinks this is a movie, I would refer you to Wells Fargo and, and you can see the whole sales scandal that, that they had there. Cause that was, that was the epitome of the real world example of Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross with, you know, what can happen when, you know, you push your, you push your salespeople to do, um, you know, things that they, that they shouldn't be doing, you know, and, and the, the lengths that people will kind of go to, to keep their job when they get when they get pushed hard enough. But, um, but Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, um, I don't know. I mean, you know, how great of a movie is it at the end of the day? Eh, I mean, I probably, I might give it like a, I might give it like a, like a B rating at the end of the day instead of an A. Um, but it has a great cast. I mean, it's Al Pacino, Jack Lemmon, Alec Baldwin, Ed Harrison. And like I said, this is, um, you know, this is one of those, those movies where like, you know, Alec Baldwin only had this cameo at the beginning, but he just like, um, and, and like, like I said earlier with, uh, Boiler Room and Ben Affleck, like, you know, but yeah, I think Ben Affleck really tried to copy what Alec Baldwin did in Glengarry Glenn Ross. And you'll, you can, if you watch the two movies, you'll see the similarities and, you know, uh, Alec Baldwin comes in to kind of give the sales pitch 
to all the people at the beginning, you know, and get them all fired up and get them going and everything. And, you know, and, and again, throws out some of the, some of the, some of the same cliche, you know, ABC always be closing, you know, sales catchphrases and things like that. So, um, yeah, so, so that's basically it. So that's, that's my kind of whole breakdown of the list of best business related movies. Uh, if you got any, ho ho hoping some people will have some good comments on this, whether you agree or disagree. Um, if there's any movies you think I forgot or I left off the list that you think should be on there, please leave a comment. Let me know because uh, I'd, I'd always be happy to come back and talk to them there or talk about them. Rather, uh, there are some some business movies that I'm looking to see. Dumb Money is starting this weekend. I'm hoping to definitely go check that out and then come back and uh, see if, you know, you know, give you guys a review, let you know what I think about that. There was also an independent movie done on uh, on BlackBerry that came out, I believe, a, a few months back. Uh, I, I need to try to track that down and, and check that out, see if that was uh, see if that was any good or not. Uh, but still, you know, again, being business related, I, I think it's a movie I'd love to check out and see kind of what's going on with that. But um, that's really it for this episode. I Again, uh, I, I just put out an episode with my first book review on The Richest Man in Babylon. I hope you guys will check that out. Uh, I've got a next couple podcasts coming up. I'm doing one on uh, the corporate athlete, which I, from a health perspective, I think people will find very interesting. And then a um, couple podcasts coming here uh, right after uh, just, you know, banking update, just getting again back to basics, talking about um, economic indicators, what's going on in the banking business here the last couple of weeks. But uh, again, hope hope people kind of the book review, this movie, you know, you know, uh, this episode about business related movies. I hope people enjoyed this and found it interesting and uh, make sure to go check out the uh, bankernextdoor.com. Uh, remember, we're on both YouTube and Rumble. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Uh, be sure, be you know, sure to give a like and give a share. And uh, again, thank you so much for joining and I'll, I'll see you guys all again real soon. Thanks.